Where's Your Head At? A podcast turning mental health into a conversation. Brought to you by the Bauer Media Group. Hello and welcome to the Where's Your Head At? podcast. I'm Andrea Zara. Where's Your Head At? is a joint collaboration between Bauer Media, Natasha Devon MBE and Mental Health First Aid England. We launched this campaign in 2018, petitioning for a change in law for better mental health provisions in workplaces and colleges across the UK. A part of this is also making mental health an everyday conversation. In our first episode, we're joined by Danny Dyer, daughter of EastEnders actor Danny Dyer, but most recently known for winning Love Island in 2018 with Jack Fincham. Danny and Jack have since parted ways and coming up, Danny talks about the huge changes in her life after Love Island, the good and the bad, her battle with anxiety and how her dad has helped her along the way. Danny starts this conversation by opening up about her relationship with social media, particularly Instagram. When you post a picture on Instagram, you know, it's just a picture. You actually don't have the feelings and the heart races and what your mind's thinking on that picture. You just have an image, a still image. And people may think, oh my God, she looks so happy. She looks so excited. Oh, she's really confident. Oh, she's doing really well. But underneath it does really, you do have all them things going on in your brain, like that you're not good enough, you know, you can't do it. Who's giving you that job? You know, why are you doing this? And you constantly resent yourself. And I think it's as well when people say horrible things and call you talentless and how has she got the job? It does always affect and play in your brain. As much as you want it to go and ignore it, it stays there and it really stays there. So yeah, I think with Instagram and stuff, you can paint a perfect picture, but underneath is there's so many more emotions. And at the NTAs, I was really, really nervous and really panicking. And in the day I was like, I don't know if I can do it. You know, I think we all really do. We can be really, really harsh on ourselves, especially on the most amazing times. We can be really, really cruel to ourselves. So did you genuinely at one point think, I might not be able to do this. I did genuinely think at one point, I, I haven't been trained in this. I don't know if I'm good enough for it. I really, really thought about it all day, probably until I started interviewing, I actually warmed up and calmed down a little bit. You know, you feel like, oh my God, everyone's looking at me and oh, they're judging me. That I had that, I had that all day. And I get it on anything I do um, that I think I'm not good enough for. I have that horrible little thing in my brain telling me I'm not good enough. And you actually need to be like, you know what, I am good enough. So bore off. <laughs> I am good enough. Just talk a little bit about you've kind of had, you t- you've t- had anxiety in the past. How does that show? Are there kind of, does your mum or anyone around you know when you're feeling like that? Can you describe that? I've always sort of suffered with anxiety and um, stress and I worry and overthink a lot of things and panic about things that really, really don't need to be worried over. And I'll wake up and be like, why did, why did I make that such a big situation or such a big scenario? And you never know when it's really gonna happen. And even when I was growing up, I didn't really know what anxiety was and why I felt like this and why I couldn't breathe properly or why I couldn't walk around. And, you know, especially since Love Island as well, I get my days where I don't feel confident enough and where I don't feel worthy enough and I just want to cry and be silly and I'm like, why am I feeling like this? I think it's something I'm always going to deal with, but it's just managing it a little bit more. And, you know, my dad's always suffered a bit as well, a little bit, whereas my mum's always been one of them. This, she's very like, you're fine, you're fine, you can do it. You know, you, you're, you're a good person. Don't, don't overthink it, you know, just breathe. And it's all about breathing techniques and making yourself like just feel a little bit calmer and not letting it become 
such an issue. But I think with anxiety, it's a horrible emotion. And you don't really know when you're going to get it either. I used to really get it in cars. I used to, when I, when, when I was traveling quite a bit, when I come off Love Island, you know, you're in cars a lot, you know, a couple of hours here, a couple of hours there. And that's when you're having time to think. And that's when your brain is like really, really on you and like attacking you and, and being really horrible. And I used to be like to the driver, can you pull over? I feel like I'm going to be sick. <laughs> you know, I used to really, really panic and think, oh my God, I'm, I'm losing it. I'm going a little bit, going a little bit crazy. And then I actually thought, no, I'm, I'm not. I, when you speak about it to people and actually go, this is how I'm feeling. They go, that's anxiety. And you're like, oh, okay, I get it now. I think I've only just started realising what it is because it's not very, um, not very nice emotion. And you, you talk about your dad. So what has he, what have you learnt from him? Has he given you any kind of coping mechanism? Because you've told me about the three things he, yeah. he says. My dad has given me really good coping mechanism. He told me to download this app called Calm, um, which really is all about breathing in and out. And, and he's always giving me like this three stages thing, like, is it kind, is it worth it? And, you know, about stress and stuff, you know, should you go with it? It's just like three barriers um, with any sort of, any sort of thing you're going to do, even if you're going to have an argument with someone or voice your opinion. Not that I like arguments because I'm not that sort of person, but if I feel like I'm stressed about something little, he always says, think about it like three times. Is it really, really, really going to make you feel any better about yourself? Because it usually doesn't. I do it, I get myself on, in such a state over something and then I sit back and think, oh, well, I made a fool out of myself then. So I'm still learning about it. Um, my dad's obviously a lot older than me and wiser. But he's teaching me, you know, how to deal with certain things and coping mechanisms and just breathing, the most easiest thing in the world that we take advantage of. What would you say was your kind of lowest ever time? I think my lowest ever time was probably when I was going through therapy. When I was about 19, I, I, 18, 19, I wasn't really in a very good stage of my life. I didn't really know where I was. I was going through my first heartbreak, you know, and I just didn't know what to do about it and I think when you go to therapy it's nice to just talk to someone and then guide you and be like this is how you're feeling and that's the reason why you're feeling it I think at first you're a little bit reluctant and you know you walk in and you get a box of tissues and you think oh great like they're probably counting the clock that's instantly what you think but actually when you start talking to someone that doesn't know you doesn't owe you anything and actually just gives you their opinions you're like okay okay, that's why I'm feeling like this, that's how I'm going to deal with it. And I was really down in myself and I had no self-belief. And at a young age, you know, I'm still trying to discover who I was. I had no self-belief and that's how I had to sort of learn. It's all about learning how to love yourself again. And that's how I had to deal with it and feel like, how is anyone else going to love me if I don't love myself? That's actually ha how I made myself feel a lot better. Why do you think it's important that we are more open about our mental health? We talk to each other. I definitely think it's so important now to be so much more open about mental health. I think everyone has their own issues going on. Everyone in a room, if you line them up, has got something going on in their life. No, nobody's life is perfect. So if you can just add a little bit of happiness to them and just ask them how their day is. And if we're all a little bit more open and honest with each other, and not all, not all of us want to wear our heart on our sleeves, not all of us want to, you know, some of us might just want to have a little bit of a filter, but if we actually do open up and talk a little bit and be like, oh my God, that's what I'm going through. Okay, how did you deal with it? You know, just get take someone's hand a little bit and be like, this is, how, this is how I can help you. Because we live in a world now and it is difficult, it's hard, it's all very robotic and, you know, social media and trying to be something you're not and, you know, 
all filtered it is it's all about filters now and self-editing and you know betraying yourself something when you're not that person and it can really damage you as a person so I genuinely think if we all just gave someone a little bit of a hand and said you know let me help you or talk to me I think it really really can help rather than you know putting on a persona and putting on an act I think we need to just get rid of that and just all help each other so that was Danny Dyer talking to us about the real Danny giving us some insight into her journey with mental health and reaching out to anyone who may be suffering too in the next episode we're joined by Jess Wright famously known for appearing in TOWIE and being a part of the royal family of Essex the Wright family in the meantime I'm Andrea Zara be kind to others but most importantly to yourself and remember it's good to talk Where's Your Head At? A podcast turning mental health into a conversation. Brought to you by the Bauer Media Group.